0: Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. And
1: I'm Dave, and welcome back to The Love of Cinema. Oh, I've done it already. I've done it. <laughs> Cinema. Welcome to Cinema. the name
0: of our show.
1: <laughs> a part in which
0: we challenge one another to discuss movies both new and old with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right. To avoid lazy negativity, we decided to make this a drinking game. Anytime we say something negative about this film, you hear this sound. Mm. There it and is. that means that we have to take a drink So we hope you get Grab a beer And you drink along with us So pour
1: yourselves a glass And uh, let's head back to that magical time When governments mistook socialism for communism Oh no wait, that was this year
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's go back to that magical time When our podcast had three hosts <laughs> <laughs> No buzz, because John is gone again. He's living like he's finding himself in grad school. So who knows what uh, corners of himself he that's taking. Yeah, nobody view, needs but. to
1: hear or see that. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we are here. We're talking about being the Ricardos today. Quickly, if you're new to the podcast, this is kind of both a review and a discussion because we're going to start out spoiler free with our initial reaction to the movie what we feel about seeing the movie and yes we have to keep it positive if for whatever reason something about this movie draws us down a negative path we're going to buzz the shit out of each other to make sure that we're drinking so that we're being held accountable we are going to try to keep it positive and then if you haven't seen this movie and you're worried about spoilers for some reason even though this is a historical piece and it's done by Aaron Sorkin yeah. so <laughs> you can probably paint a picture in your head of what the movie is um, then we'll we'll dive into it a little bit more after that John's not here we have sponsors Carlos Bros is our beer sponsor check them out in our feed dave set up a link tree so you can find him you can find us on all of our socials and lastly mm. you can you can find the,
1: us on uh apple music don't go to spotify everyone's canceling Sp- spotify
0: is not that funny <laughs> yeah right I, I, I listen to well it doesn't fucking matter yeah i i, I listen to it's like videos about all of this stuff and it's like ugh, i don't even know what to think about it all anymore yep but give us, give it, us the I, love, I love it, i love music. that
1: everyone's like uh really on about this the cancel culture thing it's like oh cancel culture has become such a thing and the movie we're literally about to talk about is exactly what they try to do to her the funny yeah
0: man it's all selective right it's all like
1: you know i mean it's a taylor's oldest time cancel culture
0: uh yeah mm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah good point point. and then uh music's provided by Dasein, that is d a s e i n you can check out all of the music for free on soundcloud.com slash da dash artist those are people Linktree. give us the downloads on apple music i think that's it anything else before we get into any news or anything you want to shout out really quick nope let's keep going all right being the ricardo's people this is written and directed by academy award winner aaron sorkin starring academy award winner nicole kidman academy award <laughs> academy winner, award winner your Bardem. everyone <laughs> academy award winner jk simmons Tony nominee, Nina Arianda, Emmy Award winner, Tony Hale, Aaliyah Shawkat, you may know from Arrested Development, Search Party, which Bay, Mm. my Bay has been watching Search Party, shout out, Aaliyah Shawkat, Jake Lacey.
1: That's for using the word Bay on the show.
0: Okay, fair enough. (laughs) We just lost so much credibility with our genre geek. It's okay, everyone. I I, I buzzed
1: him. I buzzed him.
0: (laughs) That's right. Uh, Jake Lacey, punished. that guy, that guy who's just been around a million times. Clark Gregg, Nelson Franklin's of that guy actor. I was so I just... surprised
1: to see Clark Gregg in there because the last thing I saw him in, of course, was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I just, I, yeah. I'm having
0: trouble getting past it. He's trying to break that mold of always playing a guy in a suit. Wait. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Um, This guy, Brian Howe, you you listening at home, you probably don't recognize the name, but you would recognize his face if you saw. There's so many people whose face I was like, oh, this person. Oh, this person's working for scale. Oh, Aaron Sorkin got this guy to work for scale. I mean, oh, that girl's working for scale. Given
1: the run he's had, like Aaron Sorkin calls you, you're like, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) I mean, it's like David O. Russell movies. I mean, maybe not Tarantino hmm. so much, but people just, they show up. They hear yeah. it's Nick, Nicole, Kevin, Javier Bardem. I mean, I, okay, fine.
1: I do the same, although on a smaller scale, because I'm totally indie. But like, if I if I like the project, I'll, you know.
0: Yeah, me too. Get it down a bit, You know, like, you know, we act like we have a choice. Yeah. It's like Aaron Sorkin calls and it's like, I don't know. What's the part? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Talk to my agent, Aaron. Uh Yeah.
0: You get a scene with Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem and it's like, I don't know. Dude, I'd run screaming
1: from that. You'd be so intimidated.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're both very striking and very intimidating, (laughs) and these characters lend themselves to that very well. Um, So, being the Ricardos, this is available right now on Amazon Prime. Um, It's probably closer to Steve Jobs' than anything else that Sorkin's done. But, you know, it, it has some it has some Sorkin moments and some that aren't quite as Sorkin-y. Yeah. And um, the story is, of course, Lucy and Desi... <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not Jurassic not, Park
0: Dominion. That was not timed <laughs> intentionally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry to Nicole Kidman yeah. and Javier Bardem and Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. I'm sorry to all of them.
1: Lucy and Desi um, are battling pterodactyls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so this follows Lucy and Desi as they face a crisis that could end their careers and another that could end their marriage. So we always start with our initial reactions. What did you think? What did you feel, Dave, since I did this very long winded send up? <laughs>
1: well, I'll tell you what, you think? Um, <laughs> when we, we decided on the Ricardos, it was like, well, you know, there's a lot of buzz around this. Let's, let's have a look at it. Let's have a chat. I wasn't keen to get to kick this one off. Cause I'm like, you know, it's, it's so good. You and recommended this by the way. Yeah, I know. I was you the one that said like, we should do it because it's getting some buzz and I, I put it off and I put it off and I put it off and I did something else and I did something else and I watched it today Holy fuck, I should have watched this like weeks ago. Like, yeah. my first impression of this, I like at first, like Nicole Kidman doing this role, there was a lot of back and forth about should Deborah Messing do it? No, no, Nicole nailed this. She made yeah. it her own. All is forgiven for those AMC pre show commercials. Like, <laughs> 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 oh my but, God. But no, like the, the first words out of her mouth. It's it's like she's channeling Lucille Ball. And, like, it's done, obviously, it's like, the first bit, first one is done as a voiceover, almost. Like, you don't see her. Um, and it's it's almost like probably the same pressure that Ewan McGregor would have felt the first time he had to say a line as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because the whole yeah. world is, like, leaning forward. It's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And she nails it, just like yeah. Ewan did. But, yeah, it, and it just it carries on from there for a, like at first, like the thing is, cause if you've only seen um, like I love Lucy and that's how you know her, when she kicks into like, when they kick into the performance and the story of what's happening to them, cause they pick the worst possible week. Like it's not the story of, I mean, it is sort of the story of how the show came about, but it's basically the show kicks off. Like the movie kicks off with a popular broadcaster announcing that she's a communist. Live yeah. on air after she's Casually, just, right? after she's just been cleared. Like she got pulled into the committee where they reamed everyone, and yeah, and
0: she's been cleared. What was she? What was she doing when she heard that on the radio? Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very sexy opening. It was, from well, it guess, was yeah, number twenty three,
1: the spread eagle, I think.
0: Ah, but, uh, <laughs> very nice Chicago <laughs> reference here on the box
1: Um, I don't even know if it was number twenty three was the right <laughs> number, but I, I went for it. Um. But when she, like, she settled down into character, and this was not a standard Nicole Kidman acting fair, Like, she pulled it for this one. She really, really nailed it, in my opinion. And also, I mean, Javier, yeah, I could watch that guy stand in a fucking line for hot dogs. He's, yep. like, he's amazing. And he, yep. I mean, he doesn't look like Desi, but you forget.
0: Yeah, I mean... I think, I think, hopefully, I like this movie too. We'll, we'll get into it, we'll, we'll break it, we'll do it a little more. Let, let me just give you the, the, my pitch. Too. I love that you're I agree. the one
1: being careful this week. I'm just gushing careful, on, right? Yeah.
0: Well, because I, I, the Aaron Sorkin ness of all of his movies really has taken over all of his movies, you know, except for Molly's Game, which nobody saw, I mean, but it's actually probably like, you, it know, could be the you best know how out I the feel bunch.
1: about Aaron Sorkin. This is the least Sorkin y of anything I've seen him do.
0: True. I wrote down one scene where I was like, that was probably too sorcony, which was the first table read. Um, because you introduce all the characters at the table. Read. So it was it was yeah. like a little West right, it was I'll a look, little West Wing. I'll
1: give you that one, but God, that writing room hated each other. It was
0: like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, and it's you know, Exposition sucks to write. Like so mm. how do you get twelve characters, almost all of whom's face you recognize? Yeah. <laughs> Jake Lacey, Lee really, Showkin, really uh, Tony that Hill. That
1: scene though really did set the dynamic for the rest of the film.
0: A hundred percent. And mm. so we got the exposition. We found out how they thought about it, how they, you know, what, what their mood was, like how, you know, you just got a really good feel for it. And it was, it, it really was like a a, a West, West Wing, like, it was almost like a walk and talk and a table, like a, <laughs> yeah. a sit down at like, uh, like the situation room kind of at the same time. Anyway, um, otherwise, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. There were because here's the thing, and, and and I had to catch myself, if I'm being honest, because it was like, okay, so it opens with interviews. My first thought was like, oh, just like Band of Brothers. <laughs>
1: I was like, <laughs> I know sc- a lot of other... we got to stop comparing.
0: <laughs> I know, I can't help it, yeah. though, because all of a sudden they're like, yeah, so that week with Lucy, and I was like, who the fuck are these people? Like, what, what is going on here? Yeah, I and was, like, I was he- like,
1: what style are they going for? Is this a mockumentary? Like...
0: And they don't uh, they tell they us who it is, which one. is why I was like, oh, is it, is it going to be like Banner Brothers where we have to yeah. be like, which one's Winter? Which one's Damien Lewis? Um, but then you know, I, I know like Bernie, for instance. I love the movie Bernie. Um, they do it. Yeah. So anyway, yada, yada, yada. Um, the opening scene, as Dave, you just talked about, you don't see their faces. So they're having an argument, which turns into lovemaking. Not to spoil anything. It's the beginning of the movie. And then they hear the news and you don't see their face. And it's like, is he going for a style? I can't figure it out. And then, you know, so I was like, but then again, I had to basically be like, why, why am I thinking that Aaron is talking to me? Like, why? I need to leave him alone, and I, I almost needed for mm. myself. I'm, I'm not saying any other audience should behave a certain way, but for me, I needed to stop thinking about Aaron Sorkin while Aaron I was watching this movie. Aaron lives rent free
1: in your brain.
0: Fuck, man, I know. Well, <laughs> and, and I said when we saw Chicago, The Trial of Chicago 7, which I think all of us liked a lot more mm. than we probably thought because we probably thought it was going to be a little too heady and a little egotistical, but it ended up being, it had breath and it had, you know, yeah it had a little bit extra life and the characters were different as opposed Again, to...
1: A, a cast too, like...
0: A huge, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so once I just like put that out of my brain and I really just gave in to both Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. And first things first, the casting issue stuff on Twitter, let's just pretend, let's just leave that off. We we, yeah. we, we are not, we cannot legislate that kind of stuff. I'm okay with everything and how this happened in the movie. I'm okay with Aaron Sorkin directing and writing the story about um, a famous TV woman. Yes, it would be great if a woman did that. Um... I I don't know the logistics behind all of that, but I hear all of the stuff on Twitter. But for the sake of this conversation, I think we can put that off to the side. Javier Bardem was fantastic as in this movie, and Nicole Kidman. Once you just give in to the two of them, I really think they they carry you through the film. And so I don't know if it was like my favorite movie in the world, but it was just a good watch. It was just a a perfect. I was so surprised.
1: I yeah, so the word sorry.
0: thing is the word bus thing is weird because when you have Sorkin and you have Amazon, like you know they're going to submit, and Nicole Kidman, the cast deserves it all. Well, I mean, and they, I guess yeah, Karen they have their the,
1: they have their own like their own studio now, and they have their own theater, so they can screen it for the required amount to gain Academy consideration. So, well, that's yeah. that's so, all you need It's like a, a week, you know, in a West Coast theater.
0: So yeah, I, I think there were a couple things where I was like, really that? Like I I made a joke. Sometimes I get chippy on the podcast and i was like oh look the 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 drummer from birdman is doing the score like I, I, there were like these little jokes that i was making but i i think it was me being 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 kind of rude to the film because i really think the movie was was good i think it had good intent hmm. i think aaron did check his ego enough and I, I think it's a pretty good watchable movie i really liked it you don't get in the way mm-hmm. for that drama thing
1: like yeah, i know i know, I know.
0: <laughs> I didn't love the score. I will say though. And, and usually the score is um, oblivious, but okay. <laughs> In this case, it was like bland. Well, I, I know you already buzzed me, but it was kind of like bland melodrama and yeah. then drums, but otherwise, okay. That, that's as negative as I want to be about this film. Let's yeah. talk about whatever else we want to talk I, about.
1: I think uh, the only, the only time I was like, if anything, the only thing I found possibly negative about the film was that sometimes it jumped around in time and it wasn't kind of clear what what point in time the scene was happening. Because they did rely on flashbacks a bit. They went through a lot of the the history of how they got where they got. But sometimes you weren't quite sure what time period you were in.
0: So this is that's actually I didn't mean to get to this part too, but it's not nippiggy, but I, it's it's interesting worth the conversation because Aaron is smart enough. Fuck, god damn it, why is it all about him? I hate it. <laughs> fuck He's, he's smart enough. To, free. <laughs> we, we know that he's doing these things intentionally, right? It's not like, it's not like he's making excuses for it afterwards. He didn't shoot it with, you know, ambiguously and then later go, oh, I have this. So there was the first time they went into past tense was, I guess, the first time they met, which I didn't know was the first time they met. I like it took a second. I, I mean, that
1: one was set up. It was there were other ones where they like it was jumping around to where she got the film role. And I wasn't quite sure at
0: what point in the timeline that was happening. So what, yeah. So what I guess I'm asking here is, do you, wh- cause again, the music stay the same, mm. the, sh- the, 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 sometimes the lighting changes you're, you're the expert on that. Dave. Oh sometimes God, when you some go of the, the, the lighting.
1: God, I, I just, I, I love 50 studios cause they always have a sky panel outside the doors so you can open it and throw some rays, mm-hmm. but it was, it just looked beautiful though. It like, yeah, the, the, it, that all of that lighting ranged from like absolutely fantastical, like the, the, the studio with the, the rays shining through the door and like smoke everywhere. And then it was on the other side when they settled down into a normal scene, the lighting at some point in the hallways, it was like absolutely realistic. It looked almost practical. And then some in yeah. the offices, they made it just nice and it was a balance between the two. Yeah. I Yeah. I mean, um, Jeff Cronenworth, the DP from this, I looked up what he did he, uh, he did uh, Gone Girl and a stack of high profile music videos. Like nice. Lady Gaga and that level hive of music videos. So like this for guy, sure. this guy now knows how to light a
0: scene. Well, I, what, what was interesting for me too is is so instead of past and future being separated by style, which is it happens a lot, right? The the Aviator or I, I mm. can't think of other good examples, but in this case, it was fantasy reality. I would yeah. say is the two. So so Lucy, fam- I guess famously, like is a visualizer. So even at the table read, she's almost like in a trance where she's picturing the scenes as they go. So, you know, she's that a physical I, comedy. I thought that was though. an amazing device. And I do too. So so this is what I was saying. For a second, I was I thought it was weird that I, I didn't know if they were in the past or the present. And they looked the same. They were as clear. Like sometimes they muddy the frame a little bit so that it almost looks um no, I mean, I mean the, the past, I mean the but
1: this was like the parts where they're talking about what they're gonna write, and she's it goes to literally. Yeah. A sketch, the sketch from the show in black and white, but her acting it, and it like right. that was an amazing device for me. I really dug that.
0: Go me too. But so what I'm saying is, usually that kind of thing is the flashback, yeah. where it's like you go into that trance. But instead, in this case, it was fantasy that was the trance, and then the the past and the present just kind of became yep. one. But it worked over time. You know, and- if I was antsy and I was like, in 20 minutes, I needed all the answers then. But it, like, <laughs> I settled into it and I really left it. sorry.
1: Also, I, I should like, just to jump to the end, that last pull out shot through the rafters.
0: Yeah. Fucking magical. Cool. Yeah. I was wondering how they're going to end it. Because at first I was like, are they not going to show the episode? You know, I <laughs> like- yeah, no.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's all we can say, really, without going into spoiler territory. So <laughs> I almost did. So, yeah. yeah. Should, should we, act- we'll activate the warning
0: go see the movie it's just yeah. i know this is like it's on a, you when don't I, have
1: to go see the movie you can walk to your living room and see the movie like if you have yeah. prime and you know if you and don't find like a friend the, who
0: does and as far as the lucille ball thing you know steve jobs was very obviously fictionalized where he he drew in a million things and pretended like they all happened on three days which is fine it was dramatic yeah. with this i think it was a good blend of the historic like this is the fact this is the truth we had the interviewers yeah the people that they were interviewing who were the supporting characters the main i, supporting I characters. also
1: love that like this was like literally the worst week of her life
0: right and i assume that's on. true and so again i, mo- I don't most know most of if, that i think actually happened well because the, the affair because this is season one and um the the relationship stuff it, I, I don't know the timeline of it all but but yes you're right this mm. this the communist thing is, is the is the big one. Yeah. And that did happen this week, which was in season one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like episode whatever, 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think that it blended it really well. Um, whereas you, you don't need to have, know everything about I Love Lucy and it'll make you want to look hmm. things well, up. Well, I knew you almost nothing because
1: like we we didn't get very much of it in Australia. So I knew very, like I'd seen a couple of bits of it, but I never actually sat down and watched the show. And mm-hmm. Um, it was funny because my wife lost her mind. She's like, what the fuck do you mean you've never seen this? Like it was voted Weird. the best comedy show ever in the history of comedy shows. Like it, yeah. Um, and it had all these firsts, like it was the first time an ensemble cast was used. It was the first time like it was shot on 35 mil in front of a studio audience. Uh, all these, all these firsts, they pioneered all this stuff. Yeah. And I love how she's Sorkin like what tried do you, to throw that in as, yeah, as she's, much she's as like possible. what do you what do you mean you never you've never seen this so straight after we finished the movie of course uh we 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 got onto the uh, I think it was I think it's Paramount Plus they've got them um they don't have all of them cuz some of them went missing like some of the early episodes went missing but it starts at episode 4 and yeah we're watching that now.
0: Nice. Okay, good. So, so I like that at
1: 49 years old I am popping my I love Lucy cherry.
0: <laughs> I love um I cut you off before you, you sent any. Not cut you off, but I, I prevented people leaving from spoilers because we didn't talk about the whether the historical stuff. Because sometimes it's like, like the John Adams mini series tries to get it all in there. This tries to get a lot in there while also tell. I, I think this this molded all of that. It's a tough accomplishment to do that to tell a single dramatic story that is historically accurate and relevant, in which all the moving pieces hmm. of a certain time period all just happened in this one week. I know they took like, one or two liberties. I'm sure they took it. Um, the like the phone I call that she it.
1: makes to break up with her fiance. Uh, apparently, he was the one was in, was engaged in reality. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Just little things like that. But like most most of what
0: they did, I guess. I mean, some of it obviously was. Yeah. You know, but I like the angle of seeing this and then going back rather than the other way around, where you have to like read the. It's not like Game of Thrones, where it's like if you read the books, then you'll have the context. For yeah. It. I mean, I I would watch the show because it was on fucking Nick at Night in the '90s. <laughs> it was on Nick at Night, a black and white show from the '50s. But when I when I say Nick this Night, was Night, the voted
1: 90s. the best comedy like series ever, that was in 2013. It wasn't like in 1970. It was in 2013. Yeah. It was voted the best yeah. comedy show ever.
0: Well, what I'm saying is, it helps that why is it on Nickelodeon like uh, in 1994 when Nick and Knight picked this up which it picked up other black and whites too dude people um, are just
1: selling this shit everywhere
0: I was like is it is this for like when the kids fall asleep at the tv and the parents come to shut the tv off and they see I love Lucy's on so they <laughs> keep watching like <laughs> I didn't get it but, I, but I watch it but I watched it because it's physical comedy mm. so as a kid uh, obviously the grapes episode which they threw in a little yeah. you know a little hat tip to that but like I mean it's all relatable. It's in a house. Mm. You know, it's like, think about not my mom or my grandma or whoever, like, or my grandpa, just doing that kind of stuff. It's, it's awesome. It's, well, it's hilarious. Like, again,
1: also, some of it's still relevant today. Yeah. Like, so there, there are s- generic gags. Like, the, the episode we watched was episode four, which is where the series starts on, uh, on Paramount+. Plus. Um, because I guess they lost one, two, and three. Um, no, they, I mean, they, yeah. were, they were on film, and film is, you know, sometimes flammable so it's possible they were lost or they got moldy or whatever and they, could, they didn't have an archive of it. But, um, yeah, we started in episode four and it's when she's got the, the murder mystery novel and people keep talking to her because she's so into the book and she keeps throwing the book out the window and it's like a running gag the whole way through and it's fucking funny. And that's the thing I loved about this movie. It's also fucking funny. Yeah,
0: it is. Like, it's not,
1: really I'm not talking about the episode sketches. I'm talking about some of the lines that they have with each other. Like, mm-hmm. laugh-out-loud moments. I was, like, holding my stomach at one point.
0: Yeah, I, you know what I love? Well, first things first, this was this is considered a drama. The Golden Globes don't exist, but if they did exist, Nicole Kidman won Best Actress in a Drama this year. Um, and I, she plays it so straight, and she's so dry. And they they make it, I mean, they even comment on each other's, like, delivery in real life like good dry humor nice delivery it's like yeah that kind of like little n- little nods not well, to mean, drive the, you
1: crazy the whole scene when they're in the office with the CBS execs
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're they're telling them that she's pregnant
0: and oh, it's it's so both funny.
1: horrifying and hilarious to watch because those guys are just fucking squirming and then he's like this has happened like someone's like this has happened before and you know, we dealt with it and she she just like leans forward she's like is he suggesting having me killed like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a throwaway yeah. gag.
0: <laughs> it's so yeah. It was, and he, she says it's a uh, um, Javier who's so good as the supporting person in this movie. Like he's yeah, a lead. I, I, yeah. yeah so- I,
1: I don't know about supporting. He fucking shines in this movie.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's her, it's her, but like, yeah, he's sure. number, he's number two, but yeah. Guys. I mean, I, I
1: am happy to report to everyone who's listening in Australia, because we're starting to pick up a few people there. Uh, Nicole Kidman is yeah. standout amazing in this. If you can get your hands on it, get your hands on it.
0: <sighs> the raspy voice, the seriousness, like yeah. the stakes that she carries with her.
1: The, Actually, when what the, she, when what the, the temper the... flares. Yeah, man. Like, I got like a little bit of PTSD, because like, I've worked with some people like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I I loved a, well, a funny scene that I love. Now we're just going scenes that we love, but I loved the scene where they were in the writer's room and they were visualizing all the episodes, which yeah. it's, it's very functional, but, but it was woven in really well where we can kind of see some of, we can see her. We can see Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball do a couple of the famous bits from mm-hmm. I Love Lucy without Having to do a montage or something else, like we, it was there good. Was one it was, of a the, great there was device. one of those
1: where they they did like they were in a close up. They cut to a wide, and she I, she turns, and you would think it was Lucille Ball.
0: And there, were, for, there, were, for, yeah. one, for one
1: moment there, I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like that's a really good yeah. like
0: performance. There, are, there were definitely, yeah. there were definitely a couple times, yeah. But this, so in the writers' room, you find it is a very long scene, and there's a little bit of an argument about some of the jokes and the the, the recurring sorkin's usually good at layering it's almost like what's the one thing that we're going to harp on the entire time and it's like the table scene oops i just tapped my mic the table scene obviously at the beginning um but and i love when they leave really the right so leave, tiny
1: how could you miss your mic like-
0: it's, it's it's taking up half my screen this is my backup mic for everybody because i keep clipping out on whatever the dropping frame doesn't matter um my, my fancy mic keeps uh losing frames and this is trying not to your therapy session
1: out. jeff like, talk about the movie uh,
0: <laughs> okay, I love when the, after this few, very long, one of the longer scenes is the writer's room scene and she's going in mm-hmm. and out of the fantasy and they're talking about whether or not the, where they incorporate the pregnancy in. And then they finally leave and Tony Hale has that little, like, you know, he kind of snaps at, is it her? Is, she, is it her? Or is, is it him? I can't remember who he snaps at. And then you realize yes. that the insert, and they ask to step outside the room is in the, is in the hallway the whole time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Tony Hale turns to her and he, she's like, he's like, did you get all that? She's like, "Yep, the whole thing." Like, yeah. Yeah. like, It's like, nice. That's that's a good, not even a callback. It's just like good. That that was really really funny for me. Yeah, the they did that.
1: I mean, there was there was just so much to like about this. Even the supporting cast, like, was excellent.
0: By the supporting cast, you mean J.K. Simmons? And yeah, the, J.K. Nina Simmons and was the
1: supporting cast. Is
0: yeah. that funny? <laughs> I love it. I mean, I guess he probably knew. So th- I love that J.K. Simmons did it knowing that that guy had been in vaudeville 40 years before doing television. Mm. Cause in a way that's, that's, Jackie Simmons did like our version of that. He did regional theater for 20 years before he booked Oz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also love that. Like when he wants to play an asshole, he can just turn it on.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know what? That, that was the character for me. That was the most at risk of being cheesy. Cause mm. he had like, he had, he brought her to a bar during the day. Um, you know, he told her, the, I mean, he that was, was
1: one of his more endearing scenes. I mean, the rest I mean, of the, that's what, half the time, he was a fucking
0: dick. And it was so convincing. You were like, you're yeah. a dick. I feel like sometimes writers probably write a scene and they're like, I know that this is for the best actors in the world. And then there's probably some times where they're like, I think it is. I just want to make sure someone can help me out. And I feel like J.K. Simmons did that. Do you think? I he feel gave, like with the other person, it I mean, could have been cheesy.
1: I, do you think with like Simmons and stuff like that? Like I know he probably kept control over the two leads, but like with with those guys, do you think he gave them region to play?
0: What do you think? That was all scripted. You know what? This is so. This is actually really funny because with with Sorkin TV versus Sorkin movie, I think Sorkin movie, you have to, right? You have to give them some wiggle room. Do mm. so you think so? Yeah, that's that's fair like you can't spend a million dollars on her acting coach and and all the stuff that she does in prep and then go and sorkin goes nah like you know i'm sure he gives them yeah, yeah even JK, i mean you I can't even so.
1: like you can imagine like Trials chicago 7 telling sasha baron cohen to stick, stick to the script
0: oh yeah and obviously <laughs> yeah, the, the Jer- and the jeremy strong stuff, yeah right? um nina ariana who plays the ethel the mm-hmm. um you know, viv is slash ethel in the show so you might not nina ariana has been in a bunch of movies but you might not know her She was a huge theater breakout star for this play called venus and fur which is a two-hander with Hugh and Hugh, her and hugh dancy and i saw it thankfully i saw it and it was like i don't know if it was a great play but like the two of them were so electric together that i'm sure aaron Serkin saw this and it's like the lines about her being the every woman where she mm. was obviously she was and how contemporary is that where the supporting actress is like trying to Lose some weight and trying yeah. to like look good and wear nice dresses. Like think about the Instagram and culture, the nasty right?
1: the nasty tricks they're pulling on her to keep her like keep her weight up, and then she just
0: comes out and says it in she's the end. It's, eggs yeah. and Bacon. And yeah, and then yeah when she when Nina Ariana has that scene with the Cole Kidman, our endearing lead, where she's Lucy's basically like, look, not everybody looks like me. Most people look like you, and they want to see your, themselves on television. And it's like, oh man, yeah, that's cold it's cold but but the thing
1: is like when it when it all comes down to it they're all friends but they're just it's some dysfunctional friendship that they're thrust into because they're all on the show they've got 60 million fucking viewers and it's like we either get along or
0: this all goes away but and they i think sorkin does a good job of proving they they maybe they love each other more because of their honesty yeah i mean you, you get
1: that on i mean i on theater tours you get that a lot too you have like people who are just like we're all together for you know a year yeah and
0: uh get along or don't like (laughs) if you're here um where, where else where else should we head were there other like aspects of the movie that caught out to you obviously you said the lighting caught out to you the lighting
1: definitely like caught me by surprise a few times
0: yeah the yeah. score the score was not my favorite in the world but then oh. i got used to it so maybe i was okay so. yeah no i was uh i was not it i to be honest didn't even notice it i myself because <laughs> i um, I, ke- I keep talking about the score i don't know why i did notice it so much i'm not really sure it. i mean when Class, you don't I-
1: like something it's gonna keep coming like popping into the foreground
0: well i mean sorkin sorkin. so what about what about the scripts like can you fault them for anything in there
1: not really um this is probably my favorite script. Now uh, like Chicago 7 was my second favorite. This is probably my favorite script because this had some whip funny fucking gags in it. And I, like it was the banter between um like Nicole and Javier was just amazing. They yeah. they it, they looked like a married they acted like a married couple. It was the most amazing like banter back and forth and because of that you were totally invested in it and when they dropped jokes with each other you pissed yourself laughing. Like,
0: hmm
1: that's it's all okay. I can it's all I can really say. It's just you know, it was an amazing performance. Okay, fine. Oh, oh. the gosh I, alarm I tripped, it. Is tripped it for
0: you. you tripped it. Play him off, people. Play him off. Oh my gosh, keep going. Yeah.
1: No, I love honestly, was- like I we were having a discussion because like they mentioned that he looks nothing like Desi, obviously and it was uh it was a case of i didn't care because there was so much fucking energy that came out of him when in that I, role and i've never i don't think i've seen him do anything like that like it, i've seen him as, i i loved him as a mission impossible villain um oh yeah as a bond villain but like bond, was, villain, bond villain bond villain sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: so no, they are good yeah um i it's it's funny too because I I actually think I was trying to say this at the beginning and then I like forgot what I was saying in the middle of it, but, um, he, let's just talk about him for a second because he is sensational in this and everybody's hung up. You know what? Fine. Deborah Mm -hmm. messing would have been great in this. I think, right. There's no reason for me to think she wouldn't have been great. She,
1: she wouldn't, she might not have like, she, she would have been great. I don't know. This was spectacular and we'll, we'll never know but
0: and we'll never know. I, I don't know mean, if she could have, know?
1: Yeah, if she could have bought this level she probably could have bought this level of performance. The thing is it it went to Nicole. Nicole fucking bought it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it sucks that you got to shoot your shot. I just watched uh, cheer on Netflix and you got to hit, right? If uh, you fall, you, you know, mm. you got to hit I'm fine. <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry but N- Nicole Kidman hasn't missed in a very long time. So you you mm. you cast you cast people. Javier Bardem when that I don't even want to call it a controversy because sometimes on twitter like one person says something and somebody else could even we don't even they could i i you just don't know how these things balloon um but he he's javier bardem like i don't you know he might not look like desi he might not be the perfect combination of of things that desi arnaz was but it's fucking javier bardem i i I have Mm. to and he did not slouch well, well like, <laughs> we will we will never be able to know if um Des- <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry my thing went crazy we I'll will never be up. able we will never be able to know if the originals lucille ball and desi Arnaz, would be proud happy disappointed in their representation on film mm. but we can do the best that we have it's been 70 60 years from being the end of it there's been a million hamlets hamlets was a real person so things age over time this doesn't have to be your only example of i love lucy if you think your lucy is different than this or your desi is different than this then you know maybe this movie's not for you. i don't know what to tell you but the two of them it's, together yeah were so incredible and he maybe he was even more charming than desi or maybe maybe he was the desi for this generation the same way that the the Hamilton presidents well, were different. Well, the, the were thing like- was,
1: he was he was incredibly charismatic, which is what Desi was, um, and the fact that he, I I feel like because Nicole doesn't look like Lucille Ball except when she was doing the sketches, so yeah, I feel like true. to to have both of them not quite be spot on was a very very good decision because you you get wrapped up in the story and they facilitate the story and after a while you stop thinking about that.
0: Yeah. And what well, and and what what was Lucille Ball? She was the greatest she was the greatest physical comedian on television who was also charming and sincere and empathetic and dashing forward thinking and forward thinking. Yeah. That's not a look. That's a, you know there's it's yeah. there's so much more to it. It's an essence yes. really. And, and and Nicole Kidman when she wasn't on camera had a different essence, but you but it, it it created this three hundred and sixty degree three dimensional like yeah it was very firestorm. very well
1: built uh, and also the the thing is by the end of it like you you when they pull the thing the root the thing we pull like he basically confronts the audience and says oh, I've got someone on the phone and it's fucking Hoover and then you're you're like Jag, this, Jagger Hoover yeah, not you're, a vacuum too yeah yeah British you're like people. this yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, phone's, the phone's just like <laughs> sorry yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> Um, but like he pulls that, and you're like, "This man's a fucking hero. He's great." And straight after that, they gut punch you, absolutely gut punch you, and it's like, yeah. "Oh, oh no!" And it like I was, I was leaning a little bit forward in my seat, and I was just dying for him to just confirm that no, none of this happened.
0: The and, and, yeah, and, it, it's, and it, it's another thing too. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if I? I know it's Javier Bardem and not Desi. Arnez in real life, but can you imagine if he was the, the what was painted up until you found out that he was touring he had showgirls all over him he could sing and play, well, he, you know, kind of the, the music was bad, but he could sing I think it was intentional, I'm not, I'm not saying like the score, mm, yeah, was. Anyway. no, it's okay, it's fine it's fine, <laughs> but like it was campy and cheeky and he was just joking and it was like a showman kind of thing, and then to think that he just wanted to have fun and that was it and that he wasn't having affairs, like to imagine Javier Bardem is that, and then they pull that rug from out from under yeah. you, where she shows the lipstick, and he says, "Oh, they didn't mean anything." And, and it's then, like, oh. and then you find it's, it really, yeah. it really is. And crushing. then you find out. I'm, I'm sorry to unattractive people who don't have that, where people were not rooting for you as much. But like for some, <laughs> I, I'm exaggerating. I'm, I'm I'm only telling a half truth there. But for, for whatever, all I'm saying is the moral of the story is that that Javier Bardem playing this number two. Mm. Even though his Oscar is for a supporting role, and it's one of the best supporting performances of all time, he is not a supporting person. He is a commanding presence, and in this film, he becomes the number two so so well. Uh, it was—I just thought he was fantastic. Yeah, and
1: also, I forgot where I was going. At this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, say, I'm trying to. I, yeah, I think it's
1: just. Like, when you get to that point and it it does punch you and then you realize that, okay, so they're in, what, season one, season two? Yeah. That show went for six seasons. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and they were... And that, would mm -hmm. like, they didn't didn't get divorced till, like, 61, I think. It says it, like, right at the end.
0: 60 or 61. Yeah, so they kept
1: doing that show despite that happening in the early days.
0: Yeah, and, and I love Lucy. It says here it ran until fifty seven. So the dates with sixty seven, he said it was right at, the day after that they finished. So mm. I, I, I don't know the timeline. I'll just trust Aaron on this one. But yeah, yeah. <sighs> I mean, shit. But anyway, my my. But that was that was
1: that was one last gut punch at the end, and it was very effective.
0: Yeah. Especially right after the the communist thing. That's another good. Yeah, it l- a good literally built can, the
1: man into a fucking hero, and they just smashed into bits.
0: Because he walks out there and he's like, I promise they're going to cheer for you, Lucy. And yeah. he reads, he gets Jago Hoover on the phone. And then he walks to the back and, and they're hugging <laughs> and they're kissing. I want the
1: background of how he pulled that off.
0: Right? <laughs> how did he get Hoover on the phone, you mean, for that at that specific moment? Yeah.
1: Call this guy, tell him, <sighs> tell him he owes me. Like,
0: what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's, yeah, I, I think this movie. I, I'll be honest as I said at the beginning it, just to clarify it took me a little bit to get into because for some reason I couldn't get rid of the sorkidness of it and the the, the spectacle of it's award season now and they're, they're award season people and they're famous it's famous IP even though the script is original everything else is not and for some reason it just became this great I, I could picture myself watching this with my parents whether I'm 10 or 40 yeah. you know what I mean like yeah yep I've been both of those things um yeah. <laughs> <I> guess... <laughs> did you did you watch it with um did you watch it with Bay? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I got yeah, yeah, get yourself.
1: Um I uh and not at first. Uh she was busy doing something and then she came and sat on the couch and was with me for the last hour and a half of this film. Just totally engrossed, laughing. Like yeah. and like I'm pretty sure she meant to get up and do something else that like that she was supposed to achieve today, but no, this movie grabbed her, sucked her in, held her right to the end. So, you know, that if that's not a good review, what is?
0: Yeah. I, I don't have, I don't have much else to say. Nope. Um
1: This might so, be a short one. Cause God, this really just, us, you know,
0: for us, but that's okay. I, <laughs> yeah. I think the moral of the story is it's watch it. We'll go see it. I, I mm. don't, we, we don't have to nitpick every single little tiny thing. Nope. I think we can move on. Mm. All right. Well, Go see it, people. See what you think. Who cares yeah. about the Oscars? Fire up your Amazon know...
1: Prime, or you know, go and it's find a... an Amazon theater because there's about six of them now, I think.
0: Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's two two hours. It's it's totally worth it. Um, it'll all right. A matter well, of time
1: before they buy out Regal. Everyone's it's buying been... everyone now. It's the new. It's the it's the new thing.
0: Oh my God! Well, there'll never be a monopoly because it'll be too late. Yeah. Be... Um, Okay. Anyway, let's um. Let's wrap it up there. Dave, we're gonna finish up with a quick round of what you've been watching. Do you wanna tell the people what you've been watching or any recommendations you I have, I have not been watching much this week. Um, to be honest. Any other recommendations? Anything that is on the docket or
1: um no, I i I'll put you I, on I, the fucking spot, Dave. Well, no, I, I picked up <laughs> it's two of us. I picked up a music video gig this week. So like I've been kind of prepping that and getting ready for that. But uh, are
0: you are you using a Ronin? Please tell me you're using a Ronin.
1: No, 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 I'm I'm coloring it. So it's all uh, po- all okay, post-production yeah. stuff, but I, I have to create the project. So um, but I I am uh, I'm continuing on with Peacemaker. It just keeps getting better and better.
0: hmm
1: Um, and I still have not hit skip on the intro ever. I watch the intro <laughs> dance every single time. Okay. Um I'm uh I'm also doing a little bit more in fringe. I'm going through criminal minds again.
0: Nice. Okay, yeah. so there's something there, yeah. yeah.
1: And uh also, I'm finally catching up on Star Trek Discovery, which I'd left by the wayside. And Shout out! I just watched, I think, episode three,
0: four. CPSL CBS all access? It, it was
1: really good. Yeah, Paramount Plus it's called now.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to buzz myself. I'm so sorry. Mm.
1: We're never going to get a sponsorship if you can't get this shit right.
0: We had it in the old apartment. When you left, Al and I, we had it, might have been mine. I can't remember. We had the CBS All access to watch Star Trek. And then I left the apartment and I can't remember. I can't, yeah. Okay, now okay. I have
1: it all. Come over, we'll watch some Star Trek.
0: I just remember getting billed for like three years and I saw like four episodes and I was like, fuck, was that worth it? <laughs> um, oh, you only it saw season job. one? I like yeah. I, season, I saw season one. It was yeah, good. no, it gets
1: way better. Way better.
0: I like season one. Yeah. Well, I like that they had um Then you were going to be had, pleasantly uh, surprised what's his name um the the pants labyrinth guy the the fish from uh shape of water what's his name <laughs> who's the he, he, i just love that he was in it and i was like yes. fuck yeah let's go okay um he's also so, uh
1: just finished filming um hocus pocus 2
0: no shit yeah they just wrapped it come on the physical actors people we need more yeah okay um Chloe was watching search party and I watched a little bit of it. It goes on a whole bunch of journeys over a couple of seasons and it was recommended for me, but she took it and ran with it. We talked about Aaliyah Shawkat here. Mm. Um, I, I recommend it for people. It's, it's re- a little bizarre. It's, some seasons are really funny. Some seasons are really creepy. I've heard this I thing's cool. weird. Yeah. I'm look- it, it. Every season is a new genre. And I like oh. popped in at the end of season four because we started at season one and then she took it off and I was like, fuck, I'm behind. And then I picked it up on season four and I was like, it felt like a completely different show, but it was fascinating. I couldn't believe it. Um, so so on behalf of Chloe's search party, and then I watched Luca this week. Luca ah. was the movie that I watched. And um, Matt and Mark recommended it to me. Yeah. Matt and Mark, the fucking Psycho Gorman fucking guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I recommend mm, it.
0: That's what bagging out Matt and Mark recommended luke oh i'm just saying they're full of surprises over there matt mark uh-huh, that's there. Um,
1: yeah, that's nice nice pass off nice, nice.
0: Not bad. and it. they didn't have a show last week and um anyway so that's it dave anything else before we go no this this one was well worth the watch i really enjoyed this i agree yep and next week our episodes will be back to an hour five when john's back so uh <laughs> all right until then take it easy film fans we'll see you next time